A-A-R-P. What, what? A-A-R-P. Help you. Help me. Get you up off the floor. Please. Yeah, yeah. Get you up off the floor. A-A-R-P. Help me. Hell yeah. Is that the actual, like, phone number? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> no, not at all. Because I always, is there, like, phone numbers you always remember? Because I always remember... Called AG Wentworth 877 Cash Now. 877 Cash Now. 877 Cash Now. Called AG Wentworth 877 Cash Now. Call now. And welcome to Casual Therapy. Welcome to Casual Therapy yet again. Yep. Yet again. The actual intro, I guess. We started, um, what is this, three minutes in? Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. Um, where, where, where should we start? What are we talking about today? We're talking about what? Uh, fears and We We picked stuff? a touch. Fears and creepy stories. Okay. Fears and creepy stories? Yeah. And we got a creepy story? Um, your if mom. Not, oh. Um, <laughs> but. Whoa. This is good. It's a good uh, one. Thanks. Um, you go first. Okay, so I have a creepy story. Uh, do you ever read uh, scary stories to tell in the dark? Yes. Mm, I read Goosebumps when I was really young. That's not the same. Okay. It's not. Because, <laughs> but the, it's good. I personally think the stories itself oh, weren't that, that creepy. Isn't that like one story about like the lady and her toe or something? Yeah, there was a story oh, about yeah. a lady and her toe. I didn't read that as a kid, but I've heard stories. I don't think oh. the stories itself in that book were creepy, but it was the images that were illustrated for them mm-hmm. were the thing that gave me nightmares. Like, they, they, they recently the made drawings. it into a movie too, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't well, think I saw the movie. It's but. a few years old now, but I did see that. Um, but yeah, the drawings actually made it more scary than it was, yeah. honestly. Because, I mean, otherwise it's just like, a lady wants her toe. And then the picture <laughs> of her is like, oh my god. Yeah. Very terrifying. Yeah. That's when you know visual has power. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, the creepy story I have uh, is not the undeer, but the not deer. Not quite a deer. Interesting. Uh, and it's like a Midwest folklore cryptic. Not a very common one either. Uh, it's it's when you're driving at night and you have your headlights on and it's just a field. You can't see anything but like the road sh- directly in front of you. Mm-hmm. And you see a deer walk in front of you. So instinctively you stop to avoid hitting it. And you look at the deer and it's not quite a deer you look at it and it's larger than a deer you've ever seen and then it looks at you and its face is not the, a deer's face like a deer's eyes would be on that side mm-hmm. but its eyes are in front like a predatorial oh, kind of thing yeah and you keep looking at it and just the more you look at it the more unsettling it gets mm-hmm. kind of like uncanny valley where it's, initially you're like oh yeah but then you look at it more and it's creepier and creepier Mm, that's how i feel about looking at my face in the mirror for too long yeah that's actually a thing that is a thing yeah um but and what i've heard is sometimes it stands on its hind legs Mm -hmm. and continues to walk oh yeah that's crazy that's creepy is that that um i wanted to i what's the name it's like a indian lore it's like you mean native american one skinwalkers skinwalkers yep well from my knowledge skinwalkers are just it's a demon slash witch slash spirit that can just take the shape of different things but each thing is not quite the thing it is so i guess it is similar but the fact that it's mostly midwest it could be native american stuff Mm. but from this article i found the not deer is larger than normal deer. Their body proportions more similar to that of a moose. They are capable of reaching incredibly fast speeds up to 30 miles an hour. They have forward-facing predatorial eyes and have been seen walking on their hind legs. People who have encountered the not deer reported that they seem to possess a higher level of sentience than other animals. 
They're capable of reasoning and making choices based on conscious thought rather than animal instinct. Did this person meet a nut deer and have a conversation with it? Maybe. Weirdest of all, they aren't afraid of humans. Hmm. Witnesses have reported that upon encountering the nut deer, whether driving down the road at night or taking a hike through the woods, the animal faced them down rather than running away. Ugh. That's, That's just scary terrifying. for any animal. Yeah. And like, then it just like on its animal. hind legs. That's scary. <laughs> if a deer got up, if I saw a deer and it looked at me and stood up, I you think I would go, just, bro? I would die before it got to me. Oh, yeah. I would this, shit my pants. That makes you think of things of like, if actual things were to happen, like what would you do in that scenario? Like if somebody, I think I was talking to my roommate about this one time, and um, she was like, if there was like somebody that came in to the room, like in your room, like what would you actually do? And I was like, in reality, I would, I would think that I wouldn't want to like beat them up, but. <laughs> In like in what in my brain I feel like I would do that, but in reality I'd probably just like want it to be over. <laughs> just... How in that instance, who knows? Yeah. Well, isn't that just fight or flight? I mean kind your body's response to yeah, fears. Basically, adrenal. but I feel like it depends on the, the situation. You know what I mean? Yeah. So for example, say a burglar came into your room through your window and you just happened to stand up and see it. Mm-hmm. What would you do? I would either run away. My, I feel like my instinct would be to run away and leave as opposed to like trying to fight it because you don't know what the burglar has. You know what I mean? I feel like your brain could make some sort of reasoning. Like, I think in the moment I would try and like either push him or like punch him or just do something right. and then run away. Yeah. Yeah, you'd think, but I don't know. I feel like I've been thinking about... I've thought about stuff that, like, has actually made my heart race. And, like, normally I would... I react more than I would run. So I feel like in that case I would be reacting as opposed to running away. So as much as I'm like, I would just run, I would probably, like, actually try to fight them. Because I'd be too scared, so I'd be like... You just find whatever's next to you. Stop! I mean, I have a bat in my room. I have uh, scissors in my car. I have a knife in my car. I have all these things that just in case things happen, I would go because I'm scared scared that just random things will happen. I mean, there was one time when I I drove. I was driving down an empty road down the the highway. I got off the highway. And I was looking to my right, and there was nobody, and I was looking to my left, and there was just a lady running towards me. Oh, my God. So the car, it was like a, like a homeless lady and whatever, which doesn't make any difference, but it's just the fact that there was a lady running towards me. And my initial reaction was just to, like, not even look at the road, just drive away. Like, I went, <laughs> and just drove off. I, I was did, not having that. I had an instance like that at a gas station. I was getting gas, and I was just done filling the car up with gas, and I was getting in the car and this homeless guy like starts like slowly walking up but slowly getting faster and faster towards the car and he mm-hmm. was like you got me? and i'm like oh shit so i like got in and then he stood right in front of where like i was gonna pull out so i was yeah. like fuck it let me back up and drive around and yeah go away that happened to me actually there was a i was just driving around and there was a guy that came through <laughs> there was a guy that came through and asked me for money because and then i i was like sure like i'll give you some money i opened the window slightly to give him something and then there's another guy that came by from like the bushes and was like i want some too and i was like freaking out because i was basically like being ambushed by people and so then i but the problem is there was somebody that was in front of me and they drove off and then I was kind of just stopped, so I just kind of just gave them. And I was doing DoorDash at the time, um, so I just gave them the like the tips that I had. Not sponsored by DoorDash. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I gave them the tips that I had and just like drove off. And I was aggravated because it's like you're doing something kind, and then there's somebody that's taking advantage of that. You know what I mean? No, imagine if those homeless people were deer standing on their hind legs. <laughs> Asking for money because apparently you can talk to them. (laughs) That's terrifying. You don't know deer economy. It could be rough right now. Probably. 
I feel like it's just grass, but I'm like, that'd it's be fine. It's the green. Yeah, it'll be the green. You think there's a reason they call them bucks? Okay. Anyways, <laughs> Jenna, your turn. <laughs> oh, I love a good dad joke around here. You're welcome. <laughs> All right. So um, my story happened to me when I was like pretty young. I was maybe in like second grade or something like that. Um, so I lived in this town that was like developing. So like pretty much in my neighborhood, there was just a bunch of like half built houses and construction and stuff. And it was a very small town, like population total was maybe like 200 people. So basically just half built houses and nothingness around us. And sorry if I'm like breathy because I am feeling kind of ill she's sneezy yeah i'm sneezy good gested so um so every single day after school we would play outside we'd play out in the like half constructed houses and stuff and my friend had a habit of just like randomly talking to every person he saw like he would go up to people in their garages and just start a conversation with them like and it was a small town so nobody really thought anything of it Mm mm-hmm so we're all playing outside after school one day, and this, like, 16-year-old, the take in mind, we're, like, I don't know how old you are when you're in, like, second grade, but we're young, maybe, like, eight or something, and the 16-year-old approaches us and, like, asks to hang out, and we're, like, okay. I kind of assumed he was just, like, a friend of my friend who's, like, very talkative with people. Mm-hmm. And one thing we realized pretty shortly after he hangs out with us is that he has a shit ton of money. Yeah. Um, and he, like, throughout the rest of the day, he's, like, daring my friends to do shit, like, eat spiders and, like, all kinds of shit. Mm-hmm. And then, um, like, it gets later and later, and my friend group starts dwindling, so eventually it's, like, maybe three people. And... I didn't eat any spiders or any of that other gross shit. Good for you. But I wanted money. (laughs) So I was like, um, oh, what do I have to do to get money? And then he was like, eat a spider. And I was like, I'm not going to do that. And he's like, well, how about I throw rocks at you? And if you can dodge them, then you can get $20. And I was like. That sounds like a little psychopath. Yeah. It gets worse. Um, So... I accept because I'm a dumb, greedy child, and I'm like, yeah, I can I dodge can, rocks. I can do that. So he stands on this like big dirt mound, and I'm maybe like 20 feet away, and he starts like throwing rocks, mm-hmm. and I dodge each one, but like it goes on for like way too long. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like right, I, I feel like, like now this is just a yeah practice <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm like, and I I'm like it. Like I said, I don't know how long it went on for, but it felt like it was like 10 minutes or something. Like Mm -hmm. the first two minutes I was like, Jesus Christ, let's get this over with. Right. But I noticed the more that I dodged it, like it seemed like he was more like trying to determined to hit me. Mm -hmm. So eventually we stop and my other friend leaves. It's just me and that very talkative friend of mine Mm -hmm. and the dude, Mm -hmm. the 16 year old. So we're like, oh, we should probably get home now. It's getting late. And the dude goes, I have another dare for you guys. And we're like, okay. And he goes, I dare you guys to fool around. That's the nice way of putting it. Mm -hmm. To fool around in that, like, building over there, which was a half-instructed house. Was this a tween boy? He was, like, 16. Okay, that's one. Mm -hmm. So, (laughs) um... That's when we start to, like, realize, like, oh, fuck. I mean, we should have realized it sooner when he was trying to throw fucking rocks at me. (laughs) But, like, I was, like, we kind of just looked at each other, like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Like, we need to get the fuck out of here immediately. Yeah. So, the dude, um, I forgot to add this in, but he came up on an ATV. Mm -hmm. And we just had, like, bikes because we're children. Mm Mm-hmm. And um, immediately after he says that, we, like, just bolt for our fucking bikes, and we're like, we need to get the fuck out of here. Right. So we're pedaling our asses off, 
and he was like threatening us on his ATV. He was like following us. Mm -hmm. And he was like, you better not fucking say anything. And then once you get to like a certain road on this, in this like neighborhood, then you're pretty much safe. But we were like kind of farther away where there's just like half built houses and shit. This sounds like every like tween movie where there's like the. The, the forest bullies mm-hmm. and like the, the, the underdog kids who are like, no, we can't do this. Yeah. We're going to start running away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're like, waka, waka, waka. well, the thing was, is we're trying to bike as fast as we can. And he's making threats while he's on an ATV. It didn't take long for him to catch up to us. And the thing that he does to try to intimidate us to stop is he starts tapping the back of our bike pedal or back Ugh. of our tires with like the front of his ATV mm-hmm. so we can hear our tires like scraping against him yeah. like or that ATV yeah so we're like fucking almost crying at this point we're like oh my god we need to get the fuck out of here we need to get the fuck out of here and we start like screaming for help like help 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 eventually he doesn't run us over thank god but like we get to that main road and I go home, and I'm. There's only like one rule in my house, and it was to get home before dark, because we would play outside all fucking day, basically. Mm. So I get home after dark, and my mom's like, "Where the fuck were you?" <laughs> and um, I'm like I said, I'm sick, so I'm missing some details. But before I got home, You're six, and he asked you to do that. Sick. Oh, <laughs> I'm ill. <laughs> um. One thing I forgot to mention is that, like, when we were in a safe part of the town, like, me and my friend, he was like, don't fucking say anything. Like, don't tell your parents. Don't, like, we're not going to talk about this. So I get home, and my mom's like, where were you? What happened? What the fuck? Mm. And I'm like, oh, well, um, there's this 16-year-old. I just fucking blurred out everything, except when I'm explaining things, I'm like, oh, he told us to do it, and, like... All this other stuff. So my mom calls the cops. And um, I tell the cop everything. And then he goes visits my friends and stuff. And what I found out after that point was that the reason the kid had so much money is because he robbed a nearby gas station. And (laughs) also, I had a stepdad at that point. And for the most part, my stepdad was like a fucking asshole. Like, I hated him. I have a lot of trauma from him. But um, one thing he did is that he he nailed down a, like a what's the word I'm looking for like a stake like you know what they do for like a fucking selling houses yeah. and shit yeah he did he put one of those in their yard saying like I molest like kids kids and shit <laughs> yeah so he basically made the like the kid a fucking pariah for the whole neighborhood and stuff so. nice yeah that's my story. How old have, were you when this happened? I just had second grade, so probably like uh, it's like seven or eight. I think second grade. Jesus Whenever I Christ. estimate my age, I always like I estimate it because I don't ever really remember how old I was. What? I just remember I was young. Okay, I got you. So this sixteen-year-old is asking like Us elementary to, kids, yeah, to like fucking Ugh. a a empty house basically Gross. in so the weird. middle of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. So it was fucking terrifying. I hated that shit. I put this on Reddit too, but that story was a lot better. <laughs> but right now I'm like, fuck, I think I missed some details. Go but, follow no, on you're the... good. I mean, I think that was more than enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When, like, creepy people like that, like, are just weird. You know, when you like beat kids and you're like, you're probably going to be, um, you're probably going to be a pedo. Yeah, a not psychopath. even that, but like a psychopath or like, you're going to be a criminal or something like that or something terrible because there's a lot of kids that i met back in like school and stuff like that and they would like try to burn stuff down and everything oh, like that, that was, and like i mean yeah that was you i, <laughs> I did it no, no, i was about to say that's the first sign too not not minor like not major things but like i had this neighborhood friend who was we were like little pyromaniacs because we found mm-hmm. lighters and, mm-hmm. you know when you find something you want to be like i want to 
see where it goes. I, I also did that. Too. Me too. <laughs> see, the th- differences is I wasn't like, let's lead a building on fire. No, uh, the major thing. My, my neighborhood kids were like, let's burn a whole playground down. Oh, oh no. my god! <laughs> they Jesus. tried, but then you know they you realize tried. They, tried. they really actually tried, but you realize that like you really can't burn it down because it's it's fucking the biggest like, metal. thing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, you need a lot more flammable. fire. Yeah. <laughs> well, me, me and this kid being in like I don't know, like fifth grade or something like that, mm-hmm. we're not the smartest kids. We're just like, let's find things to burn. So we would find like sticks or leaves or like something. Yeah. And then we moved up and when we found like receipts and then we found like pieces of paper. And this is around the time we still got yearbooks, mm-hmm. not yearbooks, uh, yellow pages. And we found a whole yellow page and we're like, we should burn this. See, and we acceptable. tried to burn it. I would do that. You know where we burned it? We burned it in a parking lot in front of someone else's car, like behind the parking spot. Oh, not behind someone else's yeah, car. Yeah, that's rude. Not, not, also, but that's, that's also dangerous. fucking dangerous. Scary. Yeah. And thinking back, yeah, so there was a neighbor that saw us doing that, and they're like, what the fuck are you doing? And, <laughs> and we both got in trouble. And, like, as punishment, my dad, like, held my hands under a lighter and like that's how it feels that's what would have happened that was incredibly dangerous and you're stupid jesus so and i never i mean i still no i never wanted to burn anything like major after that oh i still do <laughs> yeah mine's still like, a pyromaniac yeah I'm, st- I'm still definitely a pyromaniac i mean i yeah. love fireworks i love fire i've helped my <laughs> one of my old friends burn their exes clothes and stuff like that like i was i was the, in a the controlled advocate. way i was the advocate for that i was like let's go in the parking lot and burn their shit down they were like okay <laughs> i See, do like fun. you know what i like i like the feeling of a match yeah matches are that makes me yeah, yeah it's nice. and then seeing the fire and be like i can do so much with this and then just putting it out yeah i did a lot of that stuff as a kid but i think the weird thing too is like I witnessed like two brothers like they were beating the fuck out of each other, and I was like that's kind of sad. I was like because I was actually in the mi- in the middle of that, and so it was like a whole group of us in in the in the apartment complex that we were at when they were the same kids that tried to burn down a playground. But they <laughs> these two brothers they were pretty toxic to each other, and um they would always fight and there was one time where they fought so much that they were actually beating the living shit out of each other and so i had to actually stop it and prevent them from doing that as a small lady because i was only like like a child i was like five six a child yeah (laughs) trying to stop two people from fighting yeah it was pretty bad it was pretty bad also it was random stuff we went into some old lady's house and to use her computer did you tell her huh did you tell her you were going in her house does she she know you yeah like she was just this nice old lady and then she she we needed to use a computer for something and for some reason we decided to go into the stranger's home this could have been a really bad situation yeah. and luckily it did not happen that way she just gave us sour cream and onion chips and called it a day <laughs> so that was cute yeah i liked it but i think later on in my like childhood i had to stay home by myself because like my dad had passed away and stuff like that and there was not, not really anybody to really take care of me. So when my mom worked during the nighttime, I was there by myself because she trusted me enough to be by myself. And there was one time that we were, I was, it was in the middle of the night and I was just like watching a video and I heard like knocking. And I was like, well, I've been taught not to obviously open the door yeah. for strangers. And I was like, oh, who is it? Who is it? I was like probably like 10, maybe 10, 11, somewhere, somewhere around there, like middle school age didn't say anything so i was just like all right this is weird <laughs> so i just ignored it my brain was like well if we just ignore it then it never yep. happened you know just They'll watch go TV. away like normal people exactly <laughs> and then all i'm hearing is like stomping like i'm hearing oh you know what i mean that'll put and the fear like, into your what the, chest what the hell is that like what the hell is that and my heart dropped because then all i all i'm hearing is like jesus and i was like what the fuck what the fuck what the fuck and so i look and all i see is like hair and like at the on the at the peephole all i just see his hair and like this arm out just like slamming at the door and i was like who like who is it like who is it and no no answer and then all i'm hearing is 
And Jesus. I was like, oh my God, like what's going on? You know? And then all I'm hearing is like yelling and stuff like that. So I think the person who ended up being just drunk, but I ended up calling the cops because I was like, I don't know who the fuck yeah. they're banging. this is. They weren't answering me at the time either. So I was just like terrified, you know? And so when I called the cops, they were just like, oh, like, you know, their whole spiel and everything like that. I was like, there's somebody banging at the door. And as it was happening, I'm hearing, I feel like it wasn't even like them hitting them with a hand at this point. It was like them trying to like actually get in the fucking house. So they were like using their foot. Jesus. Jeez. Yeah. And so, so I was fight I or fight. Yeah. So I was just like, where's something that I can use? So I like, as a like, kid, you're like, yeah, I'm gonna like, take this fucker down. Yeah. <laughs> Home Alone style. Literally, I was like, what is something that I can use? So like, I got a broom and then I got like a knife and I was just holding you it. Oh, yeah. Like, that'd be smart if you put the knife on the broom. On the broom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Or as a little pyromaniac, them. just light the broom on fire and start hitting him with it. That would be smart. But I also had a phone, so mind you. And it was like yeah. one of the, it was the wired phones. So I couldn't oh. go away from it too, too much. Or I wouldn't I be like, miss ah. those. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, they were like, oh, we'll be there in like a couple minutes. And I was like, I don't have a couple up. minutes. Please. <laughs> so I was just terrified as all this banging is happening. And then finally, there, I heard like, OPD, like who is this? You know what I like uh-huh. who is this? And then you hear like a guy just like yelling and screaming and stuff like that. And I was like, what is going on? And so I'm trying to like look through the people and <laughs> see yeah. who it is. But I guess it ended up being like they oh the cops co- like knocked on the door and opened had me open and also talk to me. They're like the guy just just was really drunk and he found the wrong place. Oh. Um and I guess he was like having some argument with his girlfriend or whatever. And I was He's like, probably okay. calling her like, let me the fuck in. Right, what but are you he doing? wasn't saying anything. Oh, he was just, really? Yeah, he's just banging on the door. Oh, see, that's the creepy part. <laughs> right. It's just like. Like, and no. all you see is hair. You yeah. don't see anything else. I'm just like, what the yeah. fuck? I mean, is if going they don't on? say anything, that's just even creepier because you're like, it's a burglar. Right. It's yeah. someone trying to murder me. Right. So they were just trying to get inside. So I guess maybe, maybe their relationship wasn't doing too hot. Yeah. And she like locked him out, and he just assumed that he had to like bang on the door. To get I like her to attention. think like when you grab the broom and knife on the phone, they're like, "Yeah, we'll be there in a couple minutes." I don't have a couple minutes. <laughs> it's okay. You just send the ambulance for him. <laughs> you know? I got him with the broom, Imagine boys. Imagine he, like, he actually ends up opening the door, and, and I just, just run see- out, like, with the knife. <laughs> I think I he would. scare the fuck out of him. Out of him. She like, attacked me. I was I mean, just trying to think of And all of a sudden, this little apartment. small person just attacked me. This little know. goblin child. I don't know who it was. I just locked myself out of the apartment. She came charging at me. She'll wake, he'll wake up in, like, the, the cell, and he's like, what? And he this sees your face. Kid. And he's like, get her away. He'd be like, you remember, you remember watching that movie, Leprechaun? That's what <laughs> that thing like. came out. That's what me. happened, bro. <laughs> None of his frat guys. They're like, bro, it was just a small child. No, 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 no. 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 It was a, no, no. It was a leprechaun. leprechaun. That thing was trying to kill me. I was just trying to get my girlfriend's place. <laughs> that bitch. You know what I mean? <laughs> she locked me out again. <laughs> Do you think he remembers that to this day? Probably not. He's fucking. Do, if he was too gone out. Yeah, if he was too yeah. gone to even speak, yeah, he was not going to remember yeah. that. Do you think any of the people from your child, like, for example, my friend that I burned things with, do you think he remembers? Probably. <laughs> Let's let that sit you for want me us. to say, say something else about that? I don't know, man. Yes. He, he yeah, loves he and loves. cherishes that moment. <laughs> he thinks about it. He's like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this was it. We got we burned shit We almost down. killed ourselves burned with shit starting down. a car on fire. Like, it was do you awesome. think you remember Arsonist. every fun instance you had as a child? No. No, I remember all the sad ones. <laughs> yeah, <Sorry>. same. <laughs> But I remember one time my aunt came up to me and she was like, oh, you remember that one time when we took that trip to blah, 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 blah. And I was like, what? No. 
She's like, you were having a great fucking time. And I was like 10 years old, so there was no reason why I should have not remembered this. She was like, you were having such a good time. You said it was like the best time of your life. And I was like, I don't remember that. Maybe you were drugged. Maybe. Maybe she kidnapped me. I don't know. Just for the weekend, she was like, we're going to. Get in the car. Yeah, but she was explaining it. She like, said, take this tab this real part? quick. You don't remember this part? And I'm like, I don't recall any of this. What the fuck are you? I think you got the wrong maybe cousin here. Maybe she's gaslighting you. Yeah, maybe. You I'm remember? Like, you, you had fun. You don't remember. You are you had not fun. thinking of my other cousin that you took on a fun trip? Like, <laughs> No, you had a good ass time. Oh, yeah. A good ass time. <laughs> yeah, she was like, you fucking went. <laughs> Okay, I, I guess I did. She's trying to believe it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, you fucking went. It we had a beautiful time. It was with you. It was. <laughs> we had a good moment together. We laughed. This was. We this shared was supposed moments. to be our moments. We laughed. We cried. We died. We no, died. Alive. What the heck? Yeah. <laughs> what the heck is that? Trying to trying to go with the flow, man. You could have rhymed with some somebody else. We had good ties. We had good times. We had good. Yeah, let's keep it moving. Anyway, we had good tries. Yeah, we had good tries. <laughs> That's what you use when you're desperate. You're like, what else? Good what else, what else rhymes with orange? Um, orange. Um, Barange. <laughs> Talonge. Talonge. I don't know. I think I remember because. All the times I remember, like, high school and middle school, I just remember me getting bullied and crying a lot. <laughs> and there then, was not, like, and a, a lot of the times ball, where I'm on. just, like, I get hurt with dodgeballs. That's what I remembered a lot of getting hurt with dodgeballs. I remember that specifically ball. with kickball instead of dodgeball. Because yeah. uh, at the time, since I'm younger than all of you, kick uh, dodgeball was banned. Mm. Too many kids were unfortunately getting hurt, which is stupid. Yeah, I was one of those kids. Sorry. My head like, was a we're target. Against spinning dodgeball. We gotta hurt children. <laughs> we're against concussions. Brittany's like, I was one of those children. Eighty cents a day. You know what I remember specifically? The sound of getting hit in the head by a kickball. The doing yeah. like I the mean, sound the of a kickball hitting a person's that's dodgeball head. too. That's yeah. dodgeball. It's the sound. Yeah, yeah. But boom, the thing boom. with kickball is, you could probably get hit a lot harder with kickball if it hits your face. No, you don't understand. The pure embarrassment when it hits your face, too. You don't understand. They used to hurl that shit at me. It was purposeful. Like, it was war. I was hurt. I (laughs) cried. They dragged me off the court. They said, you are useless. Get the fuck out of here. You cannot play this game every time. And we played it every time. Oh, my God. And then we played paramedics, and of course I won that one. I don't know you that You have one. the experience of getting hurt. Saving people. <laughs> See, dodgeball we played like once, and I was always just in the back like dodging shit. Like I wasn't actively playing. I was yeah. just kind of like, I don't want to be here. Yeah. I was but... the kid who tried to like dodge really cool. Like, Ooh. oh yeah. You but then I would get like, immediately get hit. Yeah. 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 That was me. Yeah. I was just trying my best. <laughs> and then every time I would like feel like I would be doing good, all of a sudden, <laughs> Gone, you know that was pretty close to the sound actually yeah it yeah. was really good i just remember really embarrassing moments and like yeah. middle school and high school like Getting stuff that ugly. i yeah like <laughs> you're never so gonna hard. get married remember... you're never gonna be with anybody wow, you're gonna guys. die alone and it, it's you're like fucking ugly ass bitch those are actual things that have been I'm said sorry. to me. Damn. It's been great. Middle school was rough. High school, was like school, high school. <laughs> high school is more of my own You're mental like, that downfall. never happened. See, what happened to me, like, I hung out with, like, all Asians. Like, I had only Asian friends. Oh, nice. And this really popular, tall, white guy was, like, I'd hang out with him every morning. Mm-hmm. Not the tall, popular white guy, the mm-hmm. Asians. And he'd walk by, and one time he was like, look, it's that white girl with all the Asians. And I was like, <laughs> wow, what, fuck how you, creative. bro. How creative of an insult for you. But I was like, what the fuck? Like, leave me alone. I'm minding my own goddamn business. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> why do you got a point? And I'm awkward. Maybe he was saying it's, it like, look at this he white wanted... girl like hauling all these Asians. You know what I mean? Maybe, maybe but, like, he was secretly jealous that yeah, you had all those all friends. These, all these they, Asian friends. They could break dance. So, like, whose friends are cooler? Honestly, That's you, would be, you should have been like, 
good. My friends could be in a K-pop band. What can your friends you do? Could I don't think K-pop was in back then. They would be like, what the fuck is K-pop, white girl? Or you know that? what I mean? But also, like, in this time frame, I'm just awkward. Like, I'm like, don't look at me. And then he's like, everybody look at this white bitch. And I'm like, hey, I didn't do anything to deserve this. I'm minding my own goddamn business. Yeah. I think my true fear is just school. School yeah. in general. Like, yeah. Do you yeah, have never nightmares of back. going back to school? I used to. I used to. I hated it. I hated it. I, I made good grades and stuff like that, but I hated it. I had such bad confidence. Like, I would walk into school with my head down because I would well, never yeah, want to, Well, yeah, because everybody's like, like, die, motherfucker. <laughs> like, your school <laughs> is rough. I was just trying to play four squares. Someone told me yeah. I wasn't going to get married. I was like, okay. Like, you'll never find one. You look like a fucking donkey with your fucking game. teeth. This is just like, a game of four square, yeah, my guys. Fucking, my teeth was a big factor in my skin because my eczema was super super bad and they're like what's going on with your skin are you have a disease what's going on you went like, school to school with like a bunch of psychopaths i had like, good people in my life loved. but those are the memories that i think of. well yeah you know what i mean yeah my my high school was that was more of like a mental battle for me versus like being bullied in high school for me it was middle school middle school was fucking rough mm-hmm. so much so that like i remember middle school and elementary school i don't remember anything from second grade fourth grade or anything i don't remember what happened to me in middle school other than the fact that like i had moments mainly on the playground where everyone was like i think i talked about this where i have like a little scar on the back of my head from when i was born Mm -hmm. but there would be kids who would like ew what is that and they would like force the back of my like parting of my hair to be it. like what is that and i'm like Ehh. and this yeah. is at the time where i exclusively only had buzz cuts as haircuts yeah so like which was douchey of your parents do it was it was my parent my dad always gave me a buzz cut because he didn't want to give me an actual haircut yeah so it's fine but like i was so insecure about the, my little scar on the back of my head all the time yeah and i just remember kids being like ew it's part of his brain or ew he's got like a disease or something like that yeah same with me i used to wear a jacket all the time so that way i could hide my skin because i didn't want people to make fun of me for it yeah but- i was just poor and wore the same stuff <laughs> each week and i would have some people would ask why do you wear the same stuff i'm like and I, remember, then I would just be like, I would like shut down. Like I'd be like, I'm I not remember my yeah. my ultimate comeback because I used to do the same thing where I would just wear like the same pairs of pants all the time. Yeah, and I'd be like, ever heard of a washing machine, Derek? That wasn't. His, That's I how you sounded. What you, maybe <laughs> I don't know. He changed his whole dialect. <laughs> That's how that's how you do it, Derek. Derek. There's, there's Derek. things called washing machines. Washing Derek. Machines? You know you thing. can wash your clothes after wearing them. Yeah, Which is the truth. When yeah. you had a washing dryer machine, I would just if there, I had the same favorite pants, I'd be yeah. yeah. So there's a thing called favorite pants. I do that Derek. as an adult. I'm like same three pairs of pants and sometimes if you keep my thing is too sorry we're just going into the clothes now (laughs) real quick but like with jeans and stuff like that my personal opinion okay is i feel you shouldn't have to wash them consistently like they weren't that's how they wear down to be washed like that wear away way faster exactly levi's were meant to be washed like once a year yes when they were invented okay thank you guys thank you yeah, no. Because like, well, middle school. Unless you're, of course, that. you're sweating yeah. your ass off, obviously. Yeah. But like, if you just wore it one time and you just went out to the store and came back, the fuck, I'm not gonna wash them. Yeah, I'm gonna no. fold those and the put them hell? right back in the dresser. No, yeah. I know COVID happened and that took a toll on a lot of people. And everyone said, "Once you get in, wash your fucking clothes." That made sense. But now I'm kind of back to the whole. I'm not doing that. Oh, <laughs> I. Well, in Florida, I feel like COVID's not a thing anymore. It is. It is. Yeah. It still exists, but we act like it doesn't. Remember, have you guys seen that Ron DeSantis um, YouTube fucking ad the where that lady's ad. like, oh my God, like he let the kids go back to school and he really just helped everybody out with we were going through a rough time during COVID and then he let all the kids go back to school and it really helped us. And I was like, did it, Karen? Yeah. Did, did it, it really help you? Some of the, it's fucking stupid. You just let kids go out into a pandemic. 
Yeah. Good job. She's so, like, I don't have to watch him anymore. Great. Great. Because we recorded. <laughs> fuckers out of my house. Do you remember the commercial? Because we are, we're recording this right after Florida elections. Mm-hmm. But there was one of the ads was like, he wanted to open. He wanted to close this state. He wanted everyone to go back to wearing masks. Yeah. And that was the it's, bad thing. And then. <laughs> yeah, but this see, person wants an open state, Paul. Everyone. This person wants the economy back. Like yeah. it wasn't already like, like <laughs> back to Paul, right. just blank period. I mean, like politics in America are just so fucked. Yeah, fucked. They're fucking terrible. Awful. Like, no, we probably should. We can That's go on another for that one. That's a whole. <laughs> That's a whole other three hours. <laughs> episode. I fear politics because <laughs> it's all corrupt and it's terrible. Yeah. God. So yeah, I like gaps of things that i don't remember in elementary and middle school like sixth and seventh grade yeah and second and fourth grade i literally have no memories from that were you just like repressing that entire year i'm pretty sure (laughs) i am repressing it because i remember like all i remember is like i was highly bullied and i don't remember any of it yeah well, that that's and that's oh, that, I to wish me, I had that, that power. See, I don't think I was bullied. No, you don't. Because like I'm terrified. Were... Like I'm afraid of people coming up to be like, "You remember this?" I'm like, I have no memory. I'm afraid. Oh, like that's I'm afraid because I, I have a I have that fear now. I've recently acquired this fear where I'm afraid of forgetting or like afraid afraid of forgetting things or being forgotten. Kind of. Yeah, it's I'm a really ladder. long fear and phobia. Yeah. I don't want to look it up right now, but. It's about forgetting about like, being like forgot like kind or of like forgetting almost, things yeah like, like alzheimer's kind of like early onset yes. alzheimer's that's terrifying See, yeah because i i watched I a video mm-hmm. of like a son trying to like tell his dad something and like it, it was just to me that's that's what started that fear i'm like wow if i forget the things i have remembered right now that's gonna suck yeah and i don't want people to like have to deal with that like yeah me being for forgetful all the time or me forgetting things that's terrifying yeah i mean I'm that happens with depression too anyways like if you have like depression and or anxiety or anything like that it ends up there's a lot of parts of you that just it's easy to forget certain things are easy to just like during your current time yeah you know what i mean like i have i have trouble with that sometimes a lot of my friends do where like I'll, I I have a I feel like I'm the opposite like with my depression I tend to, and I don't know if that's just because I like to hold things <laughs> so I'll like remember stuff that happened and I'll be like oh you remember that and then they'll be like no I didn't and they all have like because they had such a hard time that they're not really focused on all the things that are happening to happening to them in the present because they're still dealing with stuff that's going on with them mentally um and I totally get that as a person who's depressed but it's because of the overwhelming thoughts in my head that does not happen to me at least for me um i always think about stuff so it just it's just interesting that everybody takes that that part of themselves differently if you do have depression or anxiety or so forth well i don't know because i feel like there's a difference between like the depression forgetting where it's like you're so focused on other things that Mm. you're not there in the moment yeah but i feel like you could remember what you might have been focused on at that time versus completely forgetting something Mm -hmm. like if 30 years from now cognitively like cognitively i cannot actually going away yeah i see that's that's terrifying that is terrifying because it all these like this knowledge this wealth of memories that i have acquired to make me i like who i am right now i like i wouldn't say i would change anything from my past or i regret doing anything because that's who made me to this day and i like who i am right now and the fact that i might forget things later on that might change me completely is just a terrifying notion in my brain you really don't have any regrets i have none i don't want to say i have any regrets because i like to me i like who i am right now i like the personality i have developed and to me I've developed this personality through the experiences I've had. I think if you asked me if I, when I had just graduated, if I did, I would have said yes. But I think now, currently, because I'm becoming more confident within myself and more comfortable with how I am as a person, 
um, and not feeling like I have to hide myself regarding who I feel to be and who I want to be, that I wouldn't. I feel like that's a, a personal journey most people have to take where it's like you are who you are going to be and there's nothing you can do to change who you are going to be. How do you think you've developed your confidence to that point though? Um, I think a lot of self, <clears throat> a lot of self-reflecting because I think during a time during, so I used to work at Universal and so when we used to, we, I used to open rides and stuff like that. So we would just sit there in a certain area and like basically be bodyguards for a certain area so people couldn't go through certain areas without like a certain pass and whatever. And a lot of the times, like, you know, some people distract themselves by reading or playing games and stuff like that. But I did a lot of self-reflection. So I would kind of just stare into the abyss and kind of like connect things together on like, oh, why do I, um, why do I not like talking to myself? Like, about certain personal things oh it's because of this time in high school because I expressed myself and someone shut me down and that's the reason why I don't like expressing myself and then that brought that brings me down to like why do I don't like I, I like I don't like people like lying to me about certain things or hiding the truth because in my past people lied to me about how my dad passed away and it's just like it's just like certain stuff like that of like you kind of line it up and then you kind of yourself um find ways to push through that and i feel like that that's helped me a lot regarding self-reflection and stuff because i i feel like i understand a lot of cause and effect in my life but it's hard for me to feel like confident like i'm very insecure like and i know like specific parts of my life that definitely contributed to that but it's like I don't know how to build up from there, basically. Well, here's the thing. I'm still insecure about a lot of things oh, yeah. of myself, but I that doesn't mean I don't like who I am. Mm-hmm. It's it's kind of that thing where you have to, like... For me, it's different from what Brittany... Because for me, it's more of a mindset of, I can't change anything that happened in the past, but I can affect who I might want to be. So and I can think, think in, that... You think tr- in the future, I think from the past to go into the future. It's not necessarily about the future. I don't want to think about the future because that's just more of a headache I don't want to deal with. I'm who I am as of right now. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to be who I'm going to be, I don't know, a year in the future. Mm -hmm. And I was who I was in the past. Yeah. I think I'm coming from a place of... Sorry if I'm cutting you off. No, you're good. Um, I was coming from a place of like... So I watch a lot of videos due to like personality types and all that stuff. And there's a lot of like certain personality types they come from where they are from the present and they think backwards to get to where they are now and there's certain people who don't think about what they're thinking about in the past they think about their present and how that's going to come forth into the future possibly so i feel like we think in the terms of that of how we deal with the present yeah yeah exactly there the, to gain no one's how do i phrase this to gain confidence in yourself is to not think about what you did or what you are going to do, but to be like, can I do this? I can. What can I do right now? Yeah. Say you want confidence to be able to strut down a catwalk. Well, it sounds like you guys have more of like a positive inner voice is what I'm kind of I've, picking up. That is through that years took a, that, of... Yeah, that took a lot of time, That is through though. years of, like, self-realization of my negative voice is not going to help me in any sort of way. Yeah, because if you like, talked to me two years ago, you would think that would be a totally different person. Yeah. Like, I used to literally bully my own self to the point where I thought that I was a piece of shit. I wouldn't... I used to go to grocery stores and look in the mirror and I would see myself. There's, I had a whole video of me... Um, literally venting on Snapchat. I never sent it to anybody. I vented it on Snapchat of how I hated my appearance because I went to Target and I saw myself in the mirror and I literally left all my groceries and I went home because I didn't like how I looked. So like, it took a long time for me to get to that step. And you know, and for me, yeah. for example, like what you did, I've developed this way to kind of counteract my negative thoughts by applying my negative thoughts as a separate person and it, it sounds like a it's I gonna know, sound like multiple personality disorder but what, it's not no no, 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 no I, get I get what you it. mean because yeah. what you're trying to say is like you wouldn't treat somebody else like that but you like 
treat yourself like that. So by applying it to somebody else, you're like, oh, I have actual empathy. I should yeah. have that for myself. No, like I'll I'll have these negative thoughts about myself, like, oh, you're a fucking loser. No one likes you. You're a shithead. No, you're a piece of shit. Like things like that. I used to say that to myself quite frequently. But if I apply that as someone else saying that to me, even though it is a part of me, I can separate it and then be like, I don't have to listen to that. Mm. And then I don't know if that would work for me. <laughs> I'd have it, to be it like, it might not work for you, but I that's how I feel like saying, pretending I'm saying that shit about somebody else and be like, that's mean. <laughs> like that's, that's the way I would do it. Yes. Like if I pretend that somebody's saying that to me, it'd be like, well, yeah. I, I think guess. a lot of the times when I'm trying to relate to somebody too, I always think of it, especially once I get to know people. I'm really good about knowing how a person's going to react or how they probably see it through the stuff that they've been through. So, like, um, I guess an example would be, like, my two best friends. One of my friends on how she interacts with emotions and stuff like that is totally different from how my other friend deals with it. And so sometimes when we're talking to each other and she's questioning that about her or I'm questioning about that about myself I think about oh well she probably doesn't think that way because of how she reacts to certain things and so I think because of that I don't give her too much of a you know I don't um falter for a lot of things because of I know how she is as a human being to her core so I know that she might not mean certain things like how it affects me is going to be totally different like i think in a, in a totally emotional way yeah as a po- and i think reactively sometimes as opposed to her where she kind of like internalizes it and she doesn't want to talk about anything and so like that bothers me because i'm reactive so i want to talk about it right then yeah and there, depending on the situation obviously because i think if i feel personally annoyed about something sometimes i don't want to talk about it until I'm comfortable. You've thought it out. out. Because I know initially, again, it's that reactiveness. So I might say something that I don't actually mean. I'm just really agitated. Yeah. You know? You got to find it in your own special way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Depending on your thing. Like, I. If I may ask, if you're okay with talking about it, like, what specifically are you not, like, what do you want to work on when it comes to your confidence? I I don't think it should be phrased like, what do you want to work on? Like, what part of yourself do you think you need confidence in? I think I just need, like, to like myself more. Um, Like, like, I was, like, emotionally abused as a kid, so I was told I was, like, stupid all the time and, like, that I wouldn't amount to stuff. And then, like, I mean, there's, like, also stuff like, um, like, to this day, I have a serious issue with, like, looking people in the eye, part of because of the abuse. But another thing is because um, at one point in my life, I had really, really bad acne as well. Mm-hmm. And I worked in retail, and sometimes the people would, it, it was so bad that people would, uh, like, ask me what was on my face. Totally get it. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember one time, I was going to Target, and it was late at night, so I went without makeup, mm-hmm. and then, you know, have really bad acne. And this guy who was pushing carts, he goes, he was trying to be nice, but, like, what he said was just like, oh, fuck. Like, mm-hmm. he was like, you're so brave right now. <laughs> I was like, oh, no, come on. Fuck you. Internally, I was like, <laughs> fuck you. Why'd you have to say anything? Because I really just wanted to get back in my car. Like, I was in the parking lot going into the store, and I was like, do you think he was talking about your face or was he talking about just you as a person in a whole? He was definitely talking about my face because there was no fucking reason he would have said that. Like, it was either I was dressed like a homeless person. He's like, you're so brave for wearing that or you're so brave for looking like that. So either way, douchey. But, like, he was he said it in a way that, like, I know he was trying to be nice, but it was like, wow. Yeah. I am ugly, basically. Yeah, I totally get it. I totally get it. So, like, I like, and I would see people stare a lot at it, so that's why I avoid con- eye contact. So it's, like, a lot of stuff in my life like that, like, mm-hmm. that affects my confidence that I need to work on. But, see, some something like that is where I was going with when it comes to self-reflection. It's, like, pinpointing certain things that bothered you and then how to kind of turn that around. 
um, or are realizing that it affected you and either you can say, okay, from here on out, I'm not going to try to let that bother me because you've already thought about the reason why that happened to you in the first place. Like for me, I like to think logically when it comes to that thing, because I'm a logical reasoner. I would have been like, if someone told me that, I'd be like, who the fuck are you? I don't know you. You don't know me. Well, I'm also like I I don't respond well to confrontation at all. So like in the moment I was just like, thanks. <laughs> like and I just kept walking. And I was like, would it be weird if I just got in my car right now? At that part, I, sometimes I think back I think if it was me back in the day, I would have been the same way. I think now I probably would have been like, what am I brave for? And yeah. then that would have just been like, like confront uh, uh, like being uh, like, yeah. hey. <laughs> Yeah. Why don't you talk about what or you're Or just not? be like, what for what? You know yeah. what I mean? There, there, there's so many ways you could acquire this self-confidence that you're looking for. I think what you're looking for is not the confidence, but to be comfortable with, with yourself. yourself. Yeah. I think that's what I want overall. And only you know how to be comfortable with yourself. Oh, I can't tell. Yeah. I can't. Yeah, to say that shit. That. We can't tell you how to be comfortable with you. Yeah. I mean, I guess the thing that's helped me the most so far is like, in my mind, I overthink about fucking everything. Like, Same. I think about shit from middle school, elementary school, mm-hmm. all the bad shit I did in my life. And then like, I guess one thing that kind of helps is telling myself like, either nobody remembers that or nobody cares as much as I do. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's insignificant to them. Yeah. But I'm making a big deal of it. Yeah. So that's the thing that's helped me the most, but I just need, I, I feel like I need a step further, and I don't know how to do that. Mm. Interesting. You just um, need to take that leap of faith. Yeah. I think you just need to do that. I feel like I, the only time I could, I think the only way I can relate is to go through my experience. So I'm sorry if I'm just like, oh. No, I, I like, um, that's how I, I usually give advice too, so. Um. But I, I feel like when I started learning to be comfortable myself is just like kind of really being honest with myself too. It's just like, I know that I like, like, I guess an example would be, I like to know a lot of things. And when I feel like I don't know a lot of things, I feel like if I'm in a room and a lot of people are talking about something that I don't know, I will then shut down Yeah, because <laughs> I don't, I don't feel smart. You know what I mean? Like, I don't feel intelligent. And then I feel like I'm also out of the loop, which causes me to feel isolated. And then I feel sad because I feel like I'm isolated. No one wants to really talk to me because I don't know what I'm talking. But you know what I mean? It gives us like, it starts coming a domino effect. I go through that pattern like all the time is the thing is like, I'll isolate myself. And then when I isolate myself, I'm like, why does nobody want to talk to me? Yeah. I'm like, that's because I'm not putting myself out there. Right. So that's, that's, that's when you too. like associate. But why? That's when I become honest with myself, and then I'll actually say that and just be like, "Well, I don't know anything about this topic, so like I'm just here to listen." And then once you like put that out there, or even if you just say it to yourself, be like, "Well, now I'm learning something," mm-hmm. as opposed to me being like, "I don't know anything," and then you just kind of just shut yourself down. Yeah. You if you turn it around and just make it be like, "Okay, well now I'm learning something," or "Now I'm doing this," then it kind of helps. Yeah. A little bit. You know, and there's another thing you got to like, you have to kind of catch yourself when you're having those kind of thoughts, because mm-hmm. I'll have those kind of thoughts like what you're saying, like, oh, I don't know anything. I feel stupid. I don't think I should be part of this group. And then I'll have those thoughts like, wait a second. I just I have different kind of knowledge than they do. Right. I can learn mm-hmm. some sort of knowledge through this kind of conversation. I don't necessarily have to contribute. And then I can just be like, all right, I can move past this kind of thing, because, again, I have those negative thoughts. I can associate them with mentally a different person because mentally it is a different person for me right it's not the same person it's in psychology it's called like the uh uh id ego and something else yeah as your shadow self too i think is another thing or is your shadow self all the things that you just want to say terribly like intrusive thoughts yeah Uh, i don't think it's your shadow self Mm -hmm. i don't think of it as your shadow self anyway it is a your negative thoughts are a part of who you are Mm-hmm. But you have to learn when not to listen to those negative thoughts. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like just, you have to try to cut it down. And I've I've tried doing that. I think I just need to maybe do it more consistently. Mm-hmm. Just start thinking about when I have negative thoughts, I have to catch myself. Yeah. Yeah. All like right. when I would think about something like that, I would like I used to be like, 
shut up. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. stop it. Exactly. Stop it. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what you have to do. Yeah. I, I think it's just, it's hard to consistently do that because mm-hmm. it's almost like an exercise. Yeah. You know what I mean? It you is. have to really literally work your brain to be like, Oh, that's happening. Oh, that's happening. Oh, it's not an easy you know, thing. It's like, it's literally just constant crunches. I, I, <laughs> I've, I've been doing this My for the past. My mind will have a six pack. <laughs> yeah. I, I've been doing this for the past, hold on, let me look at my watch, 23 years. Mm-hmm. And it's still hard. Yeah. To oh, do it. it's still, I mean, I'm fucking 27. And it's still, it's still very hard. It's and there's never. Set, and there's setbacks too, but setbacks don't mean that you're still not improving. You Highs just, and lows. Especially if you realize that you're having a setback and it's, it's always good. I always say, just be honest with yourself. You know, even if you're like, oh, like you just go, oh yeah, I'm fine. But if you know that you're like, I'm kind of having a bad day, like sometimes even with certain people, like if someone's asking me, I remember there was one time where like someone came up to me and he was like, are you doing all right? And I was like, man, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm no. feeling pretty shitty. Yeah. And he was like, oh, oh, because he was so used to me just being like, oh, I'm fine. I'm fine. And so then after that, he actually was genuinely asking me, like, are you good? Like, are you OK? And then I would kind of just give him a short answer of like how I'm actually feeling. And then yeah. we'd move on. But once you start being honest with yourself, I feel like you allow yourself to accept yourself more on how you're feeling, what you're doing, and all that stuff, and you being you, you know? And you gotta, you gotta realize in your life, you are gonna have highs, and you are gonna have lows. Yeah. And for me, when I, I'm in those lows, and I'm starting to do, go down that, what I call critical thinking, or overdrive thinking, is when you're constantly going this loop of, like, I'm a piece of shit because of this, 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 or, like, I'm feeling really down, and then I sometimes, sometimes, not all the time, I'll stop myself and be like, oh, this is just a low. Mm-hmm. I'm going to feel shitty maybe the rest of the day or maybe the rest of the week, but eventually it will come back to that high or it will come at least average out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There are highs, I promise you, and there are lows, I promise you. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you might not be able to know when the next high is or when the next low will be, mm-hmm. but I promise that they're there. But there's also, I feel like, I'm not really even exceeding to try to be at a high, high. I'm just trying to be good. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like the whole thing is just to have consistency and just being on that level pain of being okay with yourself. And then I feel like once you're okay with yourself, you can then pour that into other things that like into other people or into just things that you want to do. And that's when you, that's when you receive those highs. Right. Is when you're having a good moment. Yeah. And when you're thinking, oh, this is great. Mm-hmm. But then I don't think I really have any. So my thing is, too, I don't I don't really think I have any. High, I think I always I don't perceive like highs as highs and lows as as. No, like, they're more like they're just kind of like balancing waves. Yeah, exactly. It's like a heartbeat. Equal out. Yeah. You know, that's how I feel. I'm I'm going mm-hmm. self-confidence you know? and self-comfortableness is a journey that everyone takes all the time. Yeah. And you have to you have to find your own time to do it no one can tell you how to do it yeah see that's the shitty thing though is because like i wish i could be like this is what i have to do this this and that and i will be fucking good there's no right there's no exact right answer there's no exact right exercise everything is everyone within you yeah everyone's unique so it's like oh fuck different Mm -hmm. things work for different people but different strokes are different. i wish i could just (laughs) i wish i could just find my problem like find a solution and this is what i feel like a lot of people do is when um they like explain problems or people who are really good at helping other people problem but they don't listen to their own vice i feel like what they're trying to do is solve their own problems through someone else Mm -hmm. yeah and seeing if it works and then maybe apply it to themselves but that yeah that's not the case sorry or it's one of those where you're because I I'm one of those people where I avoid my own situations and so the way for me to not even like not even thinking about avoiding my stuff but just like I like helping people but then sometimes I take it to a point where like I'm not helping 
I'm like I'm not helping myself in any way, but I'm just continuously helping other people because I do want to enjoy it. But I think I then abuse myself with it because then I just forget about taking care of myself. It's not even the fact that I'm not even taking my own advice. It's just the fact that I'm just not just forgetting yeah. to do simple tasks like wash my clothes. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like you know put my bed up you, you can, know you like can all be that helping stuff someone who's clean having, the litter you yeah, know you, <laughs> could have, you could be like telling people advice who have like depression like they're actively having depression like yeah you just gotta yeah. start small take a shower clean the litter and wash your clothes meanwhile at home you're like yeah your laundry's a mile high and like yeah your shower well, hasn't been touched the more in three builds weeks. up too it's just like oh that's a fucking mountain i have to climb because like that that happens to me quite frequently where i just like i have the type of depression where I not only isolate myself from people, but like I also just like kind of shut down. Mm-hmm. Like all I, I'll do is like maybe watch like Netflix for eight hours straight. Like I'm just like I need to just be in my box. Yeah. Yeah. So that causes my house to get dirty a lot of the times. It causes me to like be like, oh shit, I haven't talked to this one friend in like six months. Oopsies. You know what I mean? Like it's like Yvette, if you're listening. Sorry. I'm so sorry. (laughs) I'm severely depressed. So sorry. We miss you, Yvette. Yeah, we do. I love you. You're you're a good friend. And anyone else who's listening, I love you too. I know a couple of people who actively, who consistently listen to each and one of our episodes. And yeah. we appreciate We appreciate, you. We appreciate you. you. Tell your friends, please. Yeah. Thanks. Please. We want to help. Yeah. I hope I hope you take our advice with a grain of salt. Take <laughs> yeah. it to how much you need to take it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So and if it gets real serious, it's ironic that I'm saying this. It's If it gets real serious, <laughs> seek out help. And text us. Get a therapist. Well, I don't know if we. Well, could I mean, we're not helpfully. therapists, but if you need like to yeah. talk you can to reach someone, out, reach out to people or seek out therapy. Yeah. There's... Seek out your own if you have health insurance with the workplace. Sometimes they are good providers of that as well. This is just anybody who would be listening. Yeah. Um, it is expensive, so it is expensive. So health insurance would be kind of helpful. Sometimes they pay for it. Sometimes they don't. Look into it. Okay. Uh, self-confidence is a journey that you have to take on your own but you can have people with you does that make sense but if you can have people with you the power of friendship (laughs) the power power of friendship friendship. with the power of three and the power of friendship i like how we're thundercats here are some creepy stories also depression yeah and exactly. Uh, casual therapy. I'm Aaron. Jenna. Brittany. And have a wonderful, Yay! self-loving day. Yay! Oh, we are not harmonized at all. Yeah, we didn't.